Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, June 27, 2021, and I'm your host, Renata. I hope you guys are doing very, very well today. Um, let's just open up in prayer and we will go from there. Thank you, our Father and our God, for another opportunity for us to come together on this call. I thank you for this platform, Lord. I thank you for the YouTube platform. I thank you for all the platforms you have allowed me, Lord, to share your goodness and your mercy, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're doing in the spiritual realm that we don't even realize you're doing for us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for encamping your angels around us every day of our lives for protection. Thank you for your Holy Spirit guiding us, Lord. We just thank you for everything, Lord. Uh, we ask you to shield us, oh God, from the enemy that seeks to destroy us, Lord God. Lord, they came for you before they came after us, Lord God. So we know that we can stand, Lord, in the midst of it all. You tell us when we've done every single thing we, we can do to stand, you told us to stand, Lord. And we know that you will shield us, that you will protect us like you have so far. And we thank you for everything, Lord. We thank you that there is no weapon, not one weapon, not one, Lord, not a spiritual weapon, not a physical weapon, not a person, not a color, not a gang stalker, not a directed energy, no weapons, Lord. That's what your word says. No weapons formed against us shall prosper. And so we thank you, Lord. We have all our faith in you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have a scripture. First Thessalonians 5 and 17 through 18. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I like that because pray without ceasing, pray throughout the day, which is something I try to do. You don't have to be on your hands and knees for prayer. You, you should do it that way as well, but just know that you can send a prayer up anytime any place the Lord is listening. Okay. So pray without ceasing. Um, verse 18 says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He didn't say in some things, give thanks. He didn't say, be thankful, be grateful. And I'm big on gratitude. Don't, he didn't say be, be grateful, be thankful when things are going well. Uh, when he's blessing you with material things, when everything in your relationship, your marriage, your household, your children, your job, when it's all going well, he didn't say give thanks only at those times. He said give thanks in everything at all times because the good and the bad is going to work together for your good if you love the Lord. You have to stay in a gratitude frame of mind. I believe in that. No matter how bad things are, there's something that you can be thankful for. So 
in everything and all things give thanks. Okay, and that's First Thessalonians 5, 17 through 18. If you want to read that on your own. I feel like this thing is so loud. I hope it's not. Hold on. Oh, I have to get comfortable. Hold on. Some kind of way I have to soak my. I've got to soak these feet, you guys. So let me know if it's too loud, okay? Maybe I'll just do it later. This is a good time for me to do it because I'm sitting still for so long. Um, all right. Start too if you would like to speak, but I just want to throw some things out um, there because so much has happened this past week, and uh, and I just grabbed like two or three things that were at the top of my mind that I heard about on the news, but happened this week. That's on my mind is let um, crime because crime runs so big in my area now. Lots of carjackings. Several people shot the police. Um, there was a big thing down here at uh, at Lake Merritt, which hit which hit national news actually, because there was a shooting. Uh, what was the holiday? The ho Juneteenth, you know, just became a holiday, a national holiday. And that same day that it became a holiday, there was this big festival at the lake. And then some shootings happened and people got killed. So it's just like, so they're saying that shoplifting is up. People are just going in the stores, just taking what they want and drive-bys. It's just, it's bad. Home invasions. It's, it's all on the rise. So let me know if the crime rate has risen in your area. Um, also, a, a um, condominium building collapsed in Miami. I'm sure you guys have heard about that. So we're lifting them up in prayer. Lord, just be with those people's family members. Um, and there were a few people that survived. Uh, I pray that the Lord heals their body. Um, it's just devastating. You know, we don't see buildings collapse here in the U.S. We see that in some of the um, places in Mexico and some of the third world countries, but we don't see that here. So that was very unusual. Um, the last building I remember collapsing was 9-11, and we already know. <laughs> anyway, that didn't happen the way the way it appeared, I don't believe. Um, nevertheless, there are nine people, uh, as of this morning, there were nine people confirmed dead in that, um, that building complex, and there are 150 unaccounted for people. So there has been a state of emergency declared in Miami. So please pray for those people. That's that has to be so devastating. They said one lady, her, um, you know, the building collapsed on her, and she, her, her pelvics or something is broken. Like she's really in bad shape, but she crawled back in the rubble to get her 17-year-old daughter, who she was able to bring out to safety. So. Um, you know, thank God she was able to get her daughter out, but there are so many people that are just, you know, under the rubble. Some may still be alive. Some may be dead. Uh, some of the family members are not happy with the, 
um, the swiftness of the response team. They feel, you know, they feel they should be moving a little faster because maybe they could save a couple of people. Um, they have allowed the family members to go to the site of the, you know, the rubble at this point. So just keep them lifted up in prayer because that's just really um, devastating. So that's one of the things that that crossed my mind this morning to share with you guys. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you guys already heard about it, but I just want to bring that up if anybody wants to talk about that. And um, Derek Chauvin, as we know, the former police officer who killed George Floyd, he was sentenced to 22 and a half years um, for the killing of George Floyd. Now, the twist of this is that he still has some other uh, court cases that he needs to fight because something else came up. And I don't know if you guys heard about this, but recently something else came up that he did the same thing to a teenager back in the day. And I believe that teenager died. I don't know the exact story on that. If you guys know the story, you know, let us know. But uh, he has done this before. So now he's going to, you know, stand trial for that then teenager who I believe is, a, is an adult now. But he, he uh, you know, uh, kneeled in his neck as well. And I can't remember if he died or not. Uh, so let us know, you know, what your thoughts on that whole thing is. Do you think 22 and a half years was enough? Also, I think he's also going to have to stand trial for violating uh, George Floyd's civil rights. I think that's going to be a whole nother trial. And I may be getting some of this misconstrued. So let me know what your thoughts is on that. Because some people think that 22 and a half years is not enough. Because if, you know, if he does good behavior or whatever, he will not even serve the whole 22 years. I don't know what my feelings are on that. I kind of think he should he should have gotten life. Yeah, I think he should have gotten life. Okay, that's just my own opinion. Let me know your thoughts. Okay, so the, the last thing I wanted to uh, bring up is five people were killed in a hot air balloon in New Mexico. The hot air balloon hit a power line. Now, that's one of the things that was on my bucket list for a while, but I took it off a long time ago because I'm, as I got older, I'm like, you know, a little bit afraid of heights. And, um, but I always considered like, what if that thing just drops out of the sky? Or I think my main issue with the hot air balloon is I always wondered how it would know its way back to where it started from. Like, how's it going to get me back to wherever I'm, you know, boarded this thing at? But I mean, I'm sure they have that worked out. But in my mind, I, that's what made me never really do it. Um, the height of the whole thing, the fact that I never thought that that was safe. I just never thought that was safe. So, yeah, I think it was a police officer and his wife and maybe some friends or something on that um, hot air balloon, but it did hit a power line and all of those people are now deceased. So those are the three things. Um, and besides, uh, what else? Uh, Donald Trump, I think they're going to do some criminal charges on him, but he's still out campaigning. So anyway, start to, if you would like to speak and talk about any of those things or any Thing that is on your mind. Also, happy belated Father's Day. Father's Day was last week. I hope you fathers had a great day on Father's Day. Fathers really should be celebrated. They really should. 
because there are some great fathers out there. So I'm just going to unmute everybody. Mute yourself back if you want to be muted. How are you? How is everybody doing? Anybody can speak. Can you guys hear me? I hope you can even hear me. Somebody let me know if you can hear me. Please. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can I can hear you. Oh, okay, good. How how are you guys doing? I was trying to wait on somebody else to speak. I'm I'm hanging in there barely. <laughs> uh oh. What's going on? It just seems like um that everything has gotten hard. The 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 DEWs, the stalking, the, the uh they got people walking around outside my house now riding on bicycles and carrying those power packs on their butt on their back and shooting stuff into the house and uh drones at night. They wait till about one or two and then the drones come out. Then they got some kind of thing that looked like a, a, the moon, but it, it it's coming from somebody's back porch light, and you can see it um, as it slides off of the porch light and goes up into the sky. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and I mean, the, the, the technology that they have that they should be using on uh America's enemies that they're using on us is just almost unbelievable. And uh, one of the one of the neighbors uh, was pretending like she was doing some yard work the other day, and I was sitting in a chair watching TV, and I felt something hit me in my heart, and I knew immediately somebody was outside the house. So I went out there, her and her husband pretending like they're doing yard work, and they're shooting uh, a laser over into the house. So they made me mad. So I went on the porch. I was watering my flowers. Man, I gave, I, I let them have it. I said, y'all always trying to pretend like y'all not doing nothing. I said, it's sitting up here. You can't even enjoy TV in your own house. I said, because there go the devil. Devil come in your house where you pay the bills at. I said, you're low down and dirty. <laughs> what did they say? They pretended like they didn't hear me. I said, you I said, you always pretending like you don't hear nothing I say. I was like, but I saw you. I saw you when I got ready to come out the door. You was about to hit me again, and then you looked up and saw me. I said, so I don't already saw you. Y'all always pretending like y'all not doing anything. I was like, but you know what? God is writing it all down. I said, remember Goliath? He thought he was big and bad, too, but he got his head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And those other people, they're gone. They don't like me. Yeah, the ones next door, they move because I was telling them all all that the pastor said. That's why I know he in on it. He goes, "Uh, somebody uh, told me that somebody in here, you be cutting them up one side and down the other side. I was like, well, if they leave me alone, they ain't got to worry about getting cut up. No side. I don't mess with nobody. They mess with me. But I'm not going to sit up here and let you hijack my life, stop me, harass me, hit me with weapons, and I keep my mouth shut. I can't do it. Yeah. 
So did you I go mean, to church um, today, Jackie? Yeah, I went to church and um, got hit so dang on hard. Um, I was shocked. I was able to walk up out of there. Every time I'm able to walk out of there, I give God the glory because. And then the lady that was doing it, she's sitting in a chair as you get ready to come in or go out the door. Um, and she got enough nerve to be dragging one of her feet. I mean, these people just don't know. And I feel like saying, you really think you're doing something, don't you? But you're going straight to hell. These people really think whatever the stuff that they're telling them about us, they really think they're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, they are and definitely doing Satan's work. I I don't understand. And uh, you know, it's it you know, it makes them feel big and important. I can tell she really thinks she's important because everybody's listening to her. But see, she's getting her her crown right now. You know, she's getting all her glory right now because when she uh when she passed away, she's gonna stay the hell. There ain't no way on God's going to let nobody like that in heaven, torturing his people to praising and uplifting his name. Mm-mm. Yeah. We don't mess with nobody. Well, prayerfully uh, with this Havana Act, Havana Syndrome Act, prayerfully this stuff will be getting exposed for us too, not only the people mm-hmm. in uh, Washington, D.C., I hope I, I pray. I pray um, that they're going to start listening. Because um, there's just too many targeted individuals. There's just too many people coming out every single day. Um, there was a lady on Facebook. They took and put the directed energy weapons on her fingers while she was asleep. Her baby finger and her finger next to her baby finger was swollen up like a balloon, like she had two little balloons on the, on each one of her fingers, and they were burnt. And she says, if anybody knows anything about this, can you please let me know? So I told her, I think it was directed energy weapons attacks or lasers because they did it to my baby finger when I was asleep, but I sleep with rubber gloves on now. They got me that oh, time. They're not going to get me no more. Mm-mm. Oh, you sleep with gloves on. Oh, okay. I sleep with a rubber glove. I sleep with a rubber glove on that on that hand, and on my other hand, I keep it covered, uh, like I stick it, slide it up under a pillow or something while I'm sleeping. Because if you got got a certain part of your body exposed, they'll just target that, and they know my baby finger is something wrong with it because I I had it wrapped up. And they still be trying to attack it. Like if I'm out and I don't have my glove on her, I can feel them. And now I know why they call them directed energy weapons because they can direct that stuff at any part of your body that I didn't really realize they could do. Right. Directed directly at you. That's why they call it directed. Mm-hmm. At different spots of your body. Like your ankles, I got bruises all on my legs where they be hitting me at night. I have to detox a lot. See, when we get, when we take control of our life, I go where I want, I do what I want. I just stay in the house all the time. And they would still come in the house and, and get me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go out and do whatever I want. They can't tell me what to do. And That's see, they right. get mad and then, you know, they call themselves punishing you. 
But I agree with you. Hi, this is Renata. How y'all doing? But when you stay in, you go out. You're right. Go do what you need to do because that's just another mechanism of control. And they do have it harder. It's hard to catch up with you when you're outside of your home or your apartment mm-hmm. or whatever, your domicile, because they have mm-hmm. your domicile set up. You know, they got that, you know, they have it on satellite and they can target it and they can hit you very easily. But it's more difficult when you're out and moving around. It's much more difficult. What was that word you use, domicile? Domicile, another name for home, domicile. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. they use in social work, like domicile. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I just called to say hi, and um, yes, and oh, yes, I'm still heavily targeted. And I agree with you. They're hitting a soft spot right now with me with my connective tissue, and they keep hitting it over and over again because they know it's painful. And this mm-hmm. one particular spot on my body, on my upper torso, and um, they know it. You know, because they usually they go all over, but now they're starting to z- really zero in on that spot for about the last week, week and a half. So I'm making a point to, like you, to cover it up, um, to um, do that. It, it, I hate to say it, but all the floods, I know you've seen it in the news um, in the Midwest and all the rain. And I was happy because it rained so hard, the drones couldn't come out. Right. And, um, <laughs> they don't I mean, come out as much, but as soon as the weather lets up, here they come. Yeah. No, it's, but it's torrential. What's going on here has been going on since Friday. And um, they can't in really bad weather. I know down south, I would notice it. They cannot really, and it's harder for the weapons to work when you're outside, um, when the rain, you know, when it's raining. And I notice they, you know, they, they stop shooting from the outside. Um, when mm-hmm. the rain, when the, the heavy rains, and we've been having them for the last couple of days, it's really bad here. Um, can, I, can, you t- can you tell me? Can you tell me? I have a question. Um, they were hitting me with uh, the, the the kids in the backyard. I seen them in the dark. They don't know. They had the little drones in their hands, and they were shooting them up in the sky. Well. I told the mother I had I have I had my attorney. I said, and I'm I know your address, and I'm going to have my attorney uh, to send you a letter about your kids. Well, mm-hmm. now the kids didn't do it, but I saw something outside that sounded like an airplane, and it just kind of kept hearing it and hearing it. So I got up around one thirty that night, looked out. There was some kind of little thing gliding in the, in the sky, and they were dropping off drones. Do you know what that was? Probably their military, well, I, I'm trying to think of the correct terminology, because I've seen it, like they, they're dispersing drones to yeah. uh, come down. Yeah, it's military. That's the same thing the military does. And they're so they're using the military now. Well, they, I'm saying it's military in the fact. It doesn't necessarily mean it's military. But I was liking it to the military when they disperse drones in the targeted area. If you ever watch them talk about what was done in Afghanistan and the Middle East, they send out groups of drones. But I've seen the drones here, and that's probably how they do it because it's not just one drone. It may be five or six yeah. or seven or eight in the trees, yeah. and they all yeah, they leave do. at the same time. Like they yeah. call them in, and that's when the heavy rains because they can't really do what they put them down to do if it's heavy, if it's heavy snow or heavy rain, heavy winds. Um, mm-hmm. They can't do it. It causes interference. Yes. So you, guys, you, you guys can see I those drones. Know. 
Yeah, y'all can see the yes, drones. Can like see them. No, I've seen them before, but you guys can see them like all leave in sync together and stuff. Mm-hmm. I one time I I've seen the one time all of them leave in sync, and that's when I said, "Oh, okay," because and I saw it down here at what where I live now in Detroit. I've seen them leave in sync, and I've seen them appear in sync. So I decided to watch one time when it was really bad weather, and um, that's when I saw them leave in sync. Yeah, last, they were in sync last night. One of them would go around in a circle and come back and drop off a drone. And it was just really something to see. It is. It's like they have it marked off, you know, longitude, latitude, where exactly to drop the drone. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the drones, of course, can shoot the direct energy weapons, and they can record, you know. Oh. Well, they hit me all last night, uh, the drones did. And so I know I, I got up around 3 and went and, and fill the tub up with water and sit in the water, and I noticed they wouldn't mm-hmm. hit me as hard. Yes, that's the what best thing to do. Yeah, because they were waiting for you to go to sleep, mm-hmm. and it'd be easier. You're not a moving target. Oh my God, this stuff is crazy. It is really crazy, but it tells you it's very organized, and quite frankly, it's costing us, the taxpayers, a lot of money. Somebody sure is. Sure is. Somebody's paying. And the United States, we American citizens, we need that money. Okay? That's the way I look at it. We need that money to do good things. And quite frankly, I feel like they all need to go out and get them a decent job and stop hurting people, you know? Um, yeah, because somewhere, that, um, there's a program somewhere, could, right, but they can be, you know, even with the patriot, they know that stuff is wrong. They know there is no. Well, they, they're not telling going. themselves that we're the enemies when we're not. We're citizens. But the truth of, I understand what I'm trying to say. The truth of the matter, there has never been a domestic terrorist. All our terrorism is homegrown American. And, they, and right now, when you read it, it's not um, Arab terrorists. They're worried about white supremacy. So that's a lie. That's all a lie. You know, they worry about more about those people who did the attack in January 6th. They worry about them coming back, you know. And they, they have other, so it's not, they're just using that as a shield, which makes me wonder about the level of government involvement. Why won't they repeal it, you know, because people are getting hurt. Even if it's only maybe uh, two or 300,000, that's two or 300,000 people too many. In the United States, they're doing this too. So it's it's something else to it. And I was on the bus um, uh, a week ago, and I saw this um, stalker training another stalker. And um, mm-hmm. and I was catching the bus, and I uh, I was at the transit stop in Detroit at Detroit uh, by the fairgrounds, and. Um, so when I got on the bus, I was going to visit a friend in the suburbs. So I got on the suburban bus, and the bus driver looked at this guy. Well, I had picked up on that he was a stalker. And also the other guy with him, another guy, either he was training him or something was up. But I knew the one guy, the big guy, he was tall, about 6'2 or 6'3, and rolling his eyes up in his head, trying to scare me, like, you know, looking like buckwheat or something. Come on now. Um, you know, but I noticed I looked down at his feet and he had on these expensive, I'm a foot person, expensive walking shoes. And I said, this guy is military. 
Oh, yeah. Ex-military or he's ex-cop. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, and the one who's trying, he's trying to train, tried to come over and start a conversation with me, and I told him, get the bleep bleep away from me, because we're in the bus stop. I said, you see that? We're on, we're on camera. Get the hell away from me. So he walked away. And um, when he got on the bus, though, the bus driver said, wait a minute, you've been on this bus three times today on the same route. You've been on my bus three times. He said, well, I got, he said, that's not the point. The bus driver picked up on him being a stalker. He didn't know who he was stalking, but he knew that he was riding the bus from one end to the other. Um, it goes from toward transit center to Oakland Mall out in, um, out in um, Oakland, out in Royal Oak, Oakland County. And um, he called him out on it. He said, this is the last time you're going to ride this bus. He said, I'm telling you now. And, um, and he went off on him. Well, it would behoove him. I, got, I went to visit a friend. I turned, someone told me, turn around, come right back. I came back. I see them getting off another bus, running to get on my bus. And the bus driver, the bus driver, and this is the Detroit bus, they evidently talked to each other, and the bus driver wouldn't stop on him. He pulled off. He said, no, I'm not wasting the curve. He said, well, stop, stop. They said, mm-mm, because they knew that they were stalking and that they had seen them in the transit center. And they didn't know what they were doing, but they knew it was something. And they probably assumed they were stalking and getting ready to mug people. But something was up because they had noticed them. And so the other bus driver, the bus driver was on second time. He pulled off. He wouldn't even let him out. That's good. Mm-hmm, that's good. But it shows you, yeah, and he was training that guy. That's what he was. He was training him, showing him how to stalk um, TIs on the bus. How they do? And have you have you noticed that when you, when you go out shopping, that they uh, always seem to be training uh, somebody on the job? And I don't think they're training. I think those are operatives that come in there because they always end up hitting me with the with the weapons. They pretend like they put stuff out on the shelf. Yeah, I just get attacked by them. I don't think they're employees. Yeah, sometimes it's trainees. Other times they're bringing people in from other states. I was speaking with this lady in New York on a New York call, and they were saying how they bring in people from other states from time to time. And ex-cops, and they were going on to her experience has been with ex-police and retired um, police detectives. She was out Mm -hmm. in New York City. But sometimes they bring in a man, so they showed in the ropes. You know, um, the train, it may not be, and then again, it may be, but I know that they, the bus drivers picked up on it at that transit center. So I knew because I figured that they do have them stalkers hanging around the transit centers because they know that's what people, if you're T.I., you're catching the bus, the good chances are they're going to catch up with you at one of those transit centers, be it same thing all over the country. So they may have people who just sit at those particular transit centers, you know, and wait to see if a TI crosses or many TIs cross their path, you know. So they just pick up on them. Mm-hmm. Same thing at malls and stuff. Sometimes I think they put designated people out there if they know it's enough TI traffic that they'll have somebody out there. So a lot of times one um, stalker may have two or three eyes, two or three, two or three TIs that they're following. They get assigned people. 
Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're in the neighborhood. Like, I'm in, I live in this building. I have, I know who my stalkers are. They don't know that I know because they won't oh, tell me anything. Because I laugh and talk to them, you know. Some I talk to, some I don't. So they can't figure out one way or another why I know or not, you know. Um, but um, I know that um, that um, they are stalkers and they are trained. But it's a lot. I always see new people. And especially if they follow me more than two blocks and I do some interesting things, like cross over the street or stop in the store and they do the same thing, then I know they're following me. You know, I know it's not just by coincidence the person's house. They get mad with me because I stop dead in my tracks. When they walking behind mm-hmm. me, I stop dead, dead in my tracks. And they don't Sometimes like Sometimes I do that too. I just stop, you know. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'll, to see stop, their reactions. I'll, 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 mm-hmm. I'll turn and go in the other direction. It just throws them mm-hmm. off. They don't like it. Yeah. I pretend like I'm going one way. Then I turn around and go the other way. You know, um, yeah. Just to see. And that's a shame. That's a shame we have to do all that. We shouldn't even have to yeah, do all is. that. Mm-hmm. Other day, um, they had to clean my apartment, so they told me. So I just left and I just got on the bus and rode. And I went out to a mall. And it, it really messed them up because I put airplane on my phone, and they couldn't follow. They finally figured it out. They got somebody on the bus, and they, you know, they, they it was someone at the transit center who saw which bus I got on, and um, they followed me out there. And then I I walked around the mall for a little bit, and then I came back. And then of course they were supposed to be cleaning my apartment. That's what my property manager told me. But when I came back home, this was on Thursday. They have went through every box, every shoe box, any container, anything I had. Now, they washed the walls because I'm a smoker, and I recently stopped smoking. They washed the walls, but they went through every box, every storage container, anything, everything, even my supplements, everything. They went through everything mm-hmm. because they had excuse to be in their apartment claiming that they were cleaning. Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh, wow. And I didn't, it doesn't upset me anymore because I have nothing to hide. And all they could find was the article I had on mind control that another TI had written about a 20-page article. And all he did was throw that on the floor, and I just busted out laughing when I came in, you know, and they found my rent receipt, you know. So I don't know what they were expecting to find, some trophy or something, but they found nothing. But they know that I'm actively involved and um, actively trying to um, disrupt their program. I guess it could have been after intimidation. I came in, laid down, laughed, and went to sleep. And I mean, what do you want me to do? You know, so you're not going to set off my PTSD, you know, because you, you're coming in here. Well, you know, you know, things here. like that, things like that mm-hmm. prevent um, most TIs from going out. So that's good that that doesn't mm-hmm. stop you because that's their intention. Because yeah. I had so many TIs say when I leave, they come in my house so I don't go anywhere. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure they come here too, but I'm still going out. Me too. And then on top of that, when you sleep, how you know they're not coming in, you know? Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it has happened. You know, I barricade my door and stuff, and I lock my balcony door now, you know, but it, it has happened that I woke up and I could have heard heard somebody now it could have been ai because they can make sounds sound like somebody was in the apartment but at this time um there wasn't ai they wasn't using ai on me it was in florida so i woke up and hear somebody going through my purse in the living room and i got up and went and they ran out the front door and they had a key to my front door i, I, I heard, heard 
that there may be another another person being gang stalked in my area that I don't know about because when they were dropping the Jones off, they dropped one off kind of way far down from where I live at, and I've seen it when it dropped. So mm-hmm. there's somebody down that way that they're, that they're, that they're um, you know, uh, uh, dropping the Jones on down there as well. I just wish I knew who it was. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not the only one in this area for the number of drones I've seen up in the trees. I'm sure they wouldn't waste all of them on me. All they need is one for me, you know, um, mm-hmm. if I'm in the apartment, you know, to follow me. But they have a couple out there in the tree. Well, we have a lot of trees, and I can see back um, further away in what I call our, like, park area. I can see their drones sitting up in the trees. So I know that, you know, I'm not the only one over here. You know, um, it's got to be other people. It may be people don't who know. don't even know what's going on. No. No, they don't know. And they just, you know, they don't, they have no idea. Yeah. Or they just watching everybody because they're so crazy. They're obsessed with watching all the movements of everybody around because they're also very paranoid about being found out. Yeah. And that's the problem. They're mad at all of us now because all this Havana syndrome that never before you know, has been so much information for the general public, especially yes. on the and it's in I'm our so favor. Good. You know, um, so they're talking about it. It's in our favor, and people are writing, but you have to write because I'm going to write. Um, you know, you have to write to. You still need to write to your congressman and ask them to put a dedicated line in in each state, or put a dedicated line in your state to count to see how many people are being infected by the Havana syndrome. It's I the, the emailed um, my, my mayor and the governor and the president. Mm-hmm. I know Congress is the one doing the investigations. So I would recommend, and it was good to write the mayor, but they do need to put some type of dedicated line to see how many people actually are being uh, attacked. Because one thing I'm aware of, and um, especially it is because of this whole thing about being an influencer and a celebrity, there's some people on YouTube and stuff, they're not TIs, they're straight TIs. Mm-hmm. So we really need mm-hmm. to get it straight. Um, they, it's not fun to be a TI. You know, we don't be jumping up and down, and we don't be mm-hmm. revealing that we're a TI to everybody either. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a fun thing. So we mm-hmm. need to get a that count and... Um, and a lot of us can't afford to go to the doctor. You know, we already know that we need to go to the doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we do go to the doctor, they don't know what to look for, you know. And I got to get the name of that. I meant to ask this. Oh, I was talking to her. I got to call her back anyway uh, because I need the name of that um, MRI and, um, for the TBI, traumatic brain um, injury, so I can get that MRI because I think it would show it because I've been hit enough times in the head. And what the show is up, it looks like you've been hit with a baseball bat in your head. And um, you haven't been hit, but that's what those direct energy weapons are doing when they hit you. It will show that traumatic brain injury, TBI. So that's what I... Oh, I wanted to mention that I did, I wanted to mention that I did um, reach out to Helena. I sent her some mm-hmm. emails and left voicemails, and she um, she responded 
and said that we can Great. maybe do a video in this coming week. So I'm going to try to catch her to see what day she wants to do it. But I just want to tell you that. Okay. She just shared that with me, but I didn't want to say anything until you said something. Me. She said that because yeah. I talked to her earlier today. But they still in my email because she sent me something and they stole my email. And I tried to email her last week and they took that one too. She didn't get it and she just, I know she just emailed me something um, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes ago and it's still not here in my email box. So I'm going to keep looking for it and I'll oh. call her. And uh, I'm going to eventually, because they're hacking my phone, you know, and I could see, and they yeah. blocked my emails going to her because I sent her an email. And yeah, she said she didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to reach her. She's hard to, she's hard to catch. <laughs> but I'm going to try to she reach her. We have the time difference. So. Yes, yes. I'm on the same time with her. Um, but she's hard to catch. And I just know my best time to catch her is like on Sundays. And um, mm -hmm. and um, and I talk to her again on a Monday after. But you work. So on a Monday afternoon, our time, it might have been like 9 or 10 o'clock your time in the morning. I was talking to her like yeah. 1 o'clock. Yeah. So you're maybe more toward the weekend. But, yes, she definitely mentioned that she was going, you two were planning to get together. I think that's a great idea that, you know, you just have something as a tool, as a piece um, on available to not only to TIs but to the general public to educate them on what, you know, direct energy weapons are. And like you said, more people um, that would just educate the public to make them realize what's going on. Because I wonder how many people have seen drones drop. We're not the only ones, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like I thought, like I learned a long time ago in sociology, social science. If you see something, you're not the only person that sees it. Chances are there's maybe seven or eight other people who saw it also, you know. And so yeah. I'm sure there's people out there who see it it's, and just, you know, a lot of people it. just don't realize. A lot of people just don't yeah. realize what they're seeing because the drones that That's I it. have seen, they look like they look mm -hmm. like stars. Except if you look at it them is. close enough, you see they're more round. The ones that mm -hmm. I have seen. Mm -hmm. And I've seen all. I've seen those. I've seen the military drones, um, the big ones. When I was out in Galena, mm -hmm. uh, Illinois, I saw them. They, they, they're they're well, they're, they're more like the ones they use in outer space. They're huge. And, but I realized there was a whole colony of um, perps over, uh, not far from Galena, of retired policemen. So I wasn't surprised. When I found that out, of course, I hurried up and left there, you know, because I realized that was not the place to be. But I've seen the very Look, large. Can I ask, and I've seen the very can I ask you guys a question? Mm -hmm. I want to ask you guys mm -hmm. a question. Now, who knew that Bill Minnie and Catherine Horton were married? I just saw it on uh, on um, on YouTube Neil's newsletter. I yeah. didn't know no, that newsletter. I saw it on newsletter. That's me. I got I, that, shocked, that shocked me. She posted a video, and I and I was like, "Oh, okay," because you know she hadn't posted videos in a while. I was like, "Let me listen to oh, a video." Oh, she posted a video. Oh, yeah, and at the, with both of them, and at the beginning of the video, she said, "Well, who wants to tell him?" And he said, "I will." He said, "We're married." I'm like, "Huh? Wait a minute. What happened? When? When? When did this happen?" I, I never even they were they in They were in London together. They went in London together working on. They went in London. Both of them went in London. She used to go back and forth working on stuff, you know, so they knew each other, you know. 
She did say that she had just got back into the United States on her video. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know I mean, people were dating. I didn't know they were yeah. dating. I didn't. Know I didn't that. know they were either. But you know, but that's their business. I mean, you know, you know, people have oh, lied. No. No. I, I mean, that's like a power couple, so it's a good thing. But it just surprised me because I thought she lived in a whole other country and that she was married with a son. I think that's what surprised me. Oh, I didn't know she was married. I had no idea that she was married. Yeah, I heard her talk about her, her husband and and her and and um. And and she was she sometimes she would tell you about them getting in arguments because you know the targeting and all that she would talk about it on her video. Okay, but I thought she was And now she's married to Bill. That's odd. That is odd. Bill who? William. William. Yeah. Same thing as William Bill. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was odd. I don't know. I know him. Yeah, some sort of, I don't know if he's a scientist, he's some sort of something, something, uh, ex-government official, yeah. mm-hmm. something like that. He's an ex-whistleblower. He used to work for NSA, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But they were both over there in London. But you're right, Renata, now that I think about it. <laughs> Excuse me, earlier video. See, I hear so much information. You know, you just don't pay. She would... <coughs> <laughs> okay, so they're choking you now. Um, you don't pay it any mind, but yeah, she was married. You're right. Yeah, I heard her talk when about her husband and everything. When she first came to the community a couple years ago, she was married and something about a son. I don't know if the son was living with someone else, or something about a son, but she was married. I remember that, but apparently she's divorced. I mean, I guess she's divorced now, but, but so that's why it shocked me. So, but I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. They said they're going to start doing broadcasts together. So, you know. And yeah, sometimes you get along better with somebody that knows knows your struggle. Yeah, from last time. Yeah. I think it's good when when TIs get to you know TIs marry. You think it's good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because Bill Benning, his wife died a couple maybe last year, a year ago, because he was married, and I understood his wife was very sick. Yeah. Oh. I think I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was very sick. And, you know, I knew, and to me, in the back of my mind, I wondered, was the targeting, was it the targeting that made her sick? It was in the back of my mind. It could have been. And, you know, most men, most men don't stay single long when their wife passes. They, you know, like men. You don't want anything? Seem like they need a woman, you know, more than like women will stay single longer, but men, they seem like they get married pretty fast. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Some of them. Which one is this? Cuban yeah, that, that just surprised me. That's all. Yeah, and also, um, sharing with people, um, in Ju- on June fourth here in Michigan, um, Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's on the western side of the state. Not with this. Yeah. No. No, and um, it's important that we get this message across about no violence and. And, you know, and also, you know, just because people are stalking you, 
you know, um, not to assume that they're the ones hitting me with the weapons, even though they are. This one T.I. in, in Michigan, um, he shot and killed um, two of his stalkers. This is I know. I'm actually here. doing a video on that. I'm going to do a video on that oh, today. You know about um, that. Okay. Yeah. 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 He killed his two neighbors. Killed his two neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sure did. He must be busy because he hasn't, to my knowledge, come on Sunday. Okay. Somebody needs to mute. Let me mute everybody so I can find out who that is. Okay. Hold on. Okay, once you're unmuted, feel free to speak if you like. I'm just trying to find out where that noise was coming from. Okay, go ahead and speak if you're unmuted. It, um, um, hi, uh, Renata. Helena sent you the 12-page thing on director energy weapons. Could you forward yes. that to me? Because they had, I want to see if they snatch your email also. Because they snatched hers. And um, I'm going to call her. I, we want to call, I'll call her tomorrow and let her know that I didn't get it. But let me see if I can get you to forward it to me. I'm going to have to um, figure out what to do. And I, and I think I may have it in my, um, if she's got it posted somewhere. That's what I'm thinking, too. It may be posted. But so, could you email me that? And see, oh, my yeah. email is Vanetta. You got my email. That's right. Yeah. Because I need to read it. Because, and by the way, she has her 5,000 signatures. Well, we were Yay. talking. When I called her, she said she was too short. And then it came up 5,000. And now she has her 5,000. So that's, that's, good. that's good. Why is this not letting this forward? Okay. Yeah. Any other news? Anybody know anything? Well, like I want to. I wanted to play this. Um, hold on, I'm about to send it to you. Okay, I just hit send, Vanetta. Um, I want to play this recording of Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. Oh, the MK and. And they're they're um they're human trafficking her, keeping her as a slave. This is her family members, and it's been going on ever since she shaved her head. You know, you guys remember that years ago, like fifteen years that. ago or yeah. something. And the father has taken over her money. The court gave him conservatorship over her, but there's no reason why fifteen years later he should still have conservatorship over her. Yes, and no. she has. No, yeah. She finally spoke out about it. She finally spoke yeah. out about it. Um, they forced her uh, to have an IUD. She does not want the IUD. She wants to marry her boyfriend and have a baby. She cannot even go to the doctor and get it removed. Um, she mm -hmm. she doesn't want to perform, but they make her perform anyway. She says she's paying all these people, um, but they're bossing her around. They're telling her what to do. She literally cannot even go in the car with her boyfriend, she said, without permission. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So she finally 
spoke and she's you know asking the judge to please free her because she's basically a slave so i wanted to play that for you guys and then we can discuss it at first it shocked me because her voice doesn't even sound like herself um she said every time she complains her father puts her on a heavier medication um so now they have her on lithium or something which is very very powerful um the therapist is in on it the doctors like everybody's in on it but and you know i what? think i want to say something they've always mm -hmm. done that kind of stuff out in hollywood she's not the first star that the family took control of and was putting them on medicaid wow. they have a history of that kind of behavior um in wow. the recording and in the movie industry oh yeah they have that kind of history um that's crazy it is. She's not the first one. And I felt sorry for it. First, I thought it was just another prank. But when I paid attention to it and people really started, I said, leave that woman alone. Let her, you know, know. You know she got two teenage kids, you know. And I never liked that Kevin Fennelly, the one that she married. He just wanted her money. And she had a yeah, breakdown. And they just, yeah, they just picked her over her bones. They were just picking over her bones, him and the family. They just took her through the ringer. And I hopefully okay, she so will let get me, out of the ship. Let me be I'm quiet. Gonna I'm going to put everybody on mute while I um, play this, okay? And then we can discuss it. Okay, I'm going to just put you guys on. Okay. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Hold on, you guys. I got this open way too many times. Hold on. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry. My computer is super slow. Yeah. Yes, yes. Did you want something? Oh, okay. I'm still on the call. Hold on, my computer is super slow. Okay, here it is. I may have to rewind. Worse to do. My manager wait, said wait. if I don't do this tour, I will have. I will be honest with you. I haven't been okay, back to wait, court wait. in a long time because I don't think I was heard. Hold I on. will be honest with you. Okay, hold on, guys.
I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to court the last time. I brought four sheets of paper in my hands and wrote in length what I had been through the last four months before I came there. The people who did that to me should not be able to walk away so easily. I'll recap. I was on tour in 2018, I was forced to do. My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to oh, find an attorney. Sit there, sit there. Um, I, just, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what you're saying. Okay. And so you have to speak a little more slowly. Oh, oh of course, yes. Okay, and I apologize. Great. Okay. Now, um, the people who did this to me should not get away and be able to walk away so easily. Recap, I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do. My management said if I don't do this tour, I will have to find an attorney and by contract, my own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. He handed me a sheet of paper as I got off the stage in Vegas and said I had to sign it. It was very threatening and scary and with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and I did the tour. When I came off that tour, a new show in Las Vegas was supposed to take place. I started rehearsing early. But it was hard because I'd been doing Vegas for four years and I needed a break in between. But no, I was told this is the timeline and this is how it's going to go. I rehearsed four to four days a week. Um, half of the time in the studio and half of the other time in the Westlake studio. I was basically directing most of the show with my whereabouts. Meaning I taught my dancers my new choreography myself. I take everything I do very seriously. There's tons of video at rehearsals. I wasn't good. I was great. I new dancers in rehearsals. It's funny to hear my side of the story. They all said I wasn't participating in rehearsals and I never agreed to take my medication, which my medication is only taken in the mornings, never at rehearsal. They don't even see me. So why are they even claiming that? When I said no to one dance move into rehearsals, um, it was as if I planted a huge bomb um, somewhere. And I, I said, no, I don't want to do it this way. After that, my management, my dancers, and my assistant of the new people that were supposed to do the new show all went into a room, shut the door, and didn't come out for at least 45 minutes. Ma'am, I'm not here to be anyone's slave. I can say no to a dance move. I was told by my at the time therapist, Dr. Benson, who died, that my manager called him in that moment and told him I wasn't cooperating or following the guidelines in rehearsals. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years give me my same medication and I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. There was a week period where they they were nice to me and they said, I don't want to do. And I told them I don't want to do the um, they wait. They were, they were nice to me. They said, if I don't want to do the new Vegas show, I don't have to because I was getting really nervous. I said, I can wait. It was like they told me I could wait. It was like lifting literally 200 pounds off of me when they said I don't have to do the show anymore because it was I was really, really hard on myself and it was too much. Um, I couldn't take it anymore. So I remember telling my assistant, but you know what? I feel weird if I say no. I feel like they're going to come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later, after to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All this was a false. He uh, he immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I'd been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong um, and completely different medication compared to what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. 
but he put me on that and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I told them I was scared and I, my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication come to my home, stay with me to monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurse, nurses in my homes and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad and my dad only didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away when my kids went to home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Over the two-week holiday, a lady came into my home for four hours a day, sat me down, and did a psych test on me. It took forever, but I was I was told I had to then, after that I got off, oh, um, wait, I was told I had to then, after I got a phone call from my dad saying, after I did the psych test with this lady, basically saying I had failed the test or whatever, uh, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Brittany, you have to listen to your doctors. They are planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month for this. I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100,000% he loved it. I packed my bags and went to that place. I worked seven days a week, no days off, which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking, making anyone work, work against their will, taking all their possessions away, credit card, cash, phone, passport card, and placing them in a home where they, they work with the people who live with them. They all, they all lived in the house with me, the nurses, the 24-7 security. Um, there, there was one chef that came there and cooked for me um, daily on the, during the weekdays. They watched me change every day, naked, morning, noon, and night. Um, my body, I had no privacy door for my, um, for my room. I gave eight gals of blood a week. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from ten, um, eight to six at night, which is 10 hours a day, seven days a week, no days off, I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. I never had a say in my schedule. They always told me I had to do this. And ma'am, I will tell you, sitting in a chair 10 hours a day, seven days a week, it ain't fun. And especially when you can't walk out the front door. And that's why I'm telling you this again two years later. After I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy, it's a lie. I thought I just maybe I said that enough. Maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry, it's insane, and I'm depressed. I cry every day, and the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing, just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more 
more embarrassing me if the judge publicly makes you go the, the evidence we have you have to go i was advised for my image i need to go ahead and just go and get it over with they said that to me i don't i don't even drink alcohol i sh i should drink alcohol considering what they put my heart through also the bridges facility they sent me to none of the kids the, the, the i went i was doing this program for four months so the last um two months i went to a bridges facility none of the kids there did the did the program they never showed up for any of them um you didn't have to do anything if you didn't want to how come they always made me go how come i was always threatened by my dad and anybody that participated in this conservatorship if i don't do this what they tell me to enslave me to do they're going to punish me the last time i spoke to you by just keeping the conservatorship going and also keeping my dad in the loop made me feel like i was dead like I didn't matter, like nothing had been done to, to me, like you thought I was lying or something. I'm telling you again, because I'm not lying. I want to feel heard and I'm telling you this again so maybe you can understand the depth and the degree and the damage that they did to me back then. I want changes and I want changes going forward. I deserve changes. I was told I have to sit down and be evaluated again if I want to end the conservatorship. Ma'am, I didn't know I could petition the conservatorship to end it. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but I honestly didn't know that. But honestly, but I don't think I owe anyone to be evaluated. I've done more than enough. I don't feel like I should even be in room with anyone to offend me by trying to question my capacity of intelligence, whether I need to be in this stupid conservatorship or not. I've done more than enough. I don't owe these people anything especially me the one that has roofed and fed tons of people on tour on the road it's embarrassing and demoralizing what i've been through and that's the main reason i've never said it openly and mainly i didn't want to say it openly because i honestly don't think anyone would believe me to be honest with you the paris hilton story on what they did to her to that that school i didn't believe any of it of it i'm sorry i'm an outsider and i'll just be honest i didn't believe it and maybe I'm wrong, and that's why I didn't want to say any of this to anybody, to the public, because I thought people would make fun of me or laugh at me and say, she's lying, she's got everything, she's Britney Spears. I'm not lying. I just want my life back, and it's been 13 years, and it's enough. It's been a long time since I've owned my money, and it's my wish and my dream for all of this to end without being tested. Again, it makes no sense whatsoever for the state of California to sit back and literally watch me with their own two eyes make a living for so many people and pay so many people trucks and buses on, on the road with me and be told I'm not good enough, but I'm great at what I do. And I allow these people to control what I do, ma'am, and it's enough. It makes no sense at all. Now, going forward, I'm not willing to meet or see anyone I've met with enough people against my will. I'm done. All I want is to own my money for this to end and my boyfriend um, to drive me in his fucking car. And I would honestly like to sue my family, to be totally honest with you. Um, I also would like to be able to short share my story with the world and um, what they did to me instead of it being a hush-hush secret to benefit all of them. I wanna be able to be heard on what they did to me by making me keep this in for so long is not good for my heart. I've been so angry and I cry every day. It concerns me, I'm told I'm not allowed to expose the people who did this to me. For my sanity, I need you to the judge to approve me, do, be, do an interview where I can be heard on what they did to me. And actually, I have the right to use my voice and take up for myself. My attorney says I can't, um, it's not good. I can't let the public know anything they did to me. And by not saying anything 
is saying it's okay. I, I don't know what I said here. It's not okay. I would rush. Actually, I don't want to interview. I'd much rather just have an open call to you for the press to hear, which I didn't know today we're doing. So thank you. Instead of having an interview, honestly, I need that to get it off my heart, the anger and all of it that that um, that's, that's been happening. It's not fair they're telling me lies about me openly. Even my family, they do interviews to anyone they want on news stations, my own family doing interviews and talking about the situation and making me feel so stupid. And I can't say one thing. And my own people say I can't stand, say anything. It's been two years. I want a recorded call to you. Actually, we're doing this now, which I didn't know that we were doing this. And um, to the public, I say knows what they did me. I told my, um, I know my lawyer, Sam, has been very scared for me to go forward because he's saying if I speak up, I'm being over, overworked in that facility of that rehab place. The, the rehab place will see me. He told me I should keep it to myself, really. I would personally like to, actually, I know I've, I've had grown with a personal relationship with Sam, my lawyer. I've been talking to him like three times um, a week now. We've kind of built a relationship, but I haven't really had the opportunity by my own self to actually handpick the, my own lawyer by myself. Um, and I would like to be able to do that. Um, I would like to um, also... Um, the main reason why I'm here is because I want to end the conservatorship without having to be evaluated. I've done a lot of research, ma'am, and there's a lot of judges who do end conservatorships for people without them having to be evaluated all the time. The only times they don't is if a concerned family member says something's wrong with this person and consider um, and other otherwise. And considering my family has lived off my conservatorship for 13 years, I won't be surprised if one of them has has something to say and go forward and say. We don't think this should end. We have to help her, especially if I get my fair servant turning, exposing what they did to me. Also, I want to speak to you about at the moment, my obligations, which I personally don't think at the very moment I owe anybody anything. I have three meetings a week I have to attend no matter what. I just don't like feeling like I work for the people who I pay. I don't like being told I have to no matter what, even if I'm sick. Jody, the conservator, says I, um, I have to see my coach Ken even when I'm sick. I would like to do one meeting a week with a therapist. I've never in before, even before they sent me to that place, had two therapy sessions. Um, a therapy one a therapy session and one therapy session with um my I have a doctor and then a therapy person. Um what I've been forced to do illegal in my life, I shouldn't be told I have to be available three times a week to these people I don't know. I'm talking to you today because I feel again, yes, even Jody is starting to kind of take it too far with me. They have me going to therapy twice a week and a psychiatrist. I've never in the past had, wait, they had me going, yeah, twice a week and my doctor goal. So that's three times a week. I've never in the past see a therapist more than once a week. It takes too much out of me going to this man I don't know. Number one, I'm scared of people. I don't trust people with what I've been through. And the clever setup of being in Westlake, one of the most exposed places in Westlake, which today, yesterday, paparazzi showed me coming out of the place, literally crying um, in therapy. It's embarrassing and it's demoralizing. I deserve privacy when I go. I deserve privacy when I go and have therapy either at my home, like I've done for eight years. They've always come to my home. Or um, when the Dr. Benson, the guy, the man that died, um, I went to a place similar to what I went to in Westlake, which was very exposed and really bad. Um, Okay, so wait, where was I? It was like it's I it was identical to Dr. Basement who died, the one who illegally, yes, one hundred percent abused me by the treatment he gave me to. And to be totally honest with you, I was yeah. so excuse me for interrupting you. 
but my reporter says if you could just slow down a little bit because she's trying to make sure she gets everything that you're saying. Okay, cool. And so so okay. Um, I have been through, and the clever step in Westlake is identical to Dr. Benson, who died, the one who illegally, yes, 100% abused me by the treatment he gave me. And to be totally honest with you, when he passed away, I got on my knees and thank God. In other words, mm -hmm. my team is pushing, with, pushing it with me again. I have trapped phobias being in small rooms because the trauma locking me up in, for four months in that place is not okay for them to send me, sorry, I'm going fast, to that small room like that twice a week with another new therapist I pay that I never even approved. I don't like it. I don't want to do that. And I haven't done anything wrong to deserve this treatment. It's not okay to force me to do anything I don't want to do. By law, by law, Jody and this so-called team should honestly, I should be able to sue them for threatening me and saying, if I don't go and do these meetings twice a week, we, can, we can't let you have your money and go to Maui on your vacations. You have to do what you're told for this program and then you will be able to go. But it was very clever thinking, one of the most exposed places in Westlake, knowing I have the hot topic of the conservatorship, that over five paparazzis are going to show up and get me crying coming out of that place. I begged them to make sure that they did this at my home so I would have privacy. I deserve privacy. The whole conservatorship from the beginning, once um, – the conservatorship oh, – the conservatorship from the beginning, once – you see someone, whoever it is in the conservatorship, making money, making them money and myself money and working, that whole that whole statement right there, the conservatorship should end. There should be no, I shouldn't be in a conservatorship if I can work and provide money and work for myself and pay other people. It makes no sense. The laws need to change. What state allows people to own another person's money and account and threaten them and saying, you can't spend your money unless you do what we want you to do. And I'm paying them. Ma'am, I've worked since I was 17 years old. You have to understand how thin that is for me. Every morning I get up to know I can't go on somewhere unless I meet people I don't know every week in an office identical to the one where the therapist was very abusive to me. I truly believe this conservatorship is abusive. And now we can sit here all day and say, oh, conservatorships are here to help people. But ma'am, there's a thousand conservatorships that are abusive as well. I don't feel like I can have live a full life. I don't owe... I don't owe them to go see a man I don't know and share him my problems. I don't even believe in therapy. I always think you take it to God. I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. In the meantime, I want this therapist um, once a week. He can either come to my home. Um, no, I just want him to come to my home. I'm not willing to go to Westlake and be embarrassed by all these paparazzi the scummy paparazzi laughing at my faces while I'm crying, coming out and taking my pictures as all these um, white, nice dinners where people are drinking wine at restaurants, watching me through these places. They set me up by sending me to the most exposed places. And I told them I didn't want to go there because I knew um, paparazzi would show up there. Um, uh, they only gave me two options for therapists and I'm not sure how you make your decisions, ma'am, but this is the only chance for me to talk to you for a while. I need your, your help. So if you can just kind of let me know where your head is, I, I don't really honestly know what to say, but my requests are just to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. I, I want a petition basically to end the conservatorship, but I want to, I want it to be petitioned to end it, but I don't want to be evaluated and be sat in a room with people four hours a day, like they did me before. And they made it even worse for me after that happened. So I just, I, I, I'm honestly new at this and I'm doing research on all these things. I do know common sense and the method that things can end. It, 
for people it has ended without them being evaluated. So I just want you to take that in considerate consideration. I've also done research um, um wait, also took a year during COVID to get me any self-care methods during COVID. She said there were no services available. She's lying, mom ma'am. My mom went to the spa twice in Louisiana during COVID. For a year, I didn't have my nails done, no hairstyling and no massages, no acupuncture, nothing for a year. I saw the maids in my home each week with their nails done different each time. She made me feel like my dad does. Very similar, her behavior and my dad, but just a different dynamic. Team wants me to work and stay home instead of having longer vacations. They're, they they are used to me sort of doing a weekly routine for them, and I'm over it. I don't feel like I owe them anything at this point. They need to be reminded they actually work for me. They tricked me by sending me to the most. Okay, I repeated myself there. Um. Okay. Uh, um. Also, I was supposed to be able to um have a friend that I used to do AA meetings with I did AA for two years I have like you know um I did three meetings a week you know I met a bunch of um, women there and I'm not able to see my friends that live eight minutes away from me which I find extremely strange um I, I feel like they're making me feel like I live in a rehab program this is my home um I'd like for my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car um and I want to meet with a therapist once a week not twice a week and I want him to come to my home because I actually know I do need a little therapy. Um, I was told, um, um, hold on. I think that's, oh, and I would like to progressively move forward and I wanna have the real deal. I wanna be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. Um, I, won't, I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a two to three year break and just, you know, do what I want to do. Um, but I do feel like um, there is a crutch here and I feel like um, I feel open and I'm okay to talk to you today about it. But I, I wish I could stay with you on the phone forever because when I get off the phone with you, all of a sudden, all of I hear, I hear all these no's, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden I get, I feel ganged up on and I feel bullied and I feel left out and alone. And I'm tired of feeling alone. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does by having a child, a family, any of those things and more so. Um, and that's all I wanted to say to you. And thank you so much for letting me speak to you today. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's all right. Let me know your thoughts on that, you guys. This poor lady is basically a slave to her father. Like she said, she's paying all these people, but she's working for They're not working for her. She's working for them. They're gaslighting her. They're making her go to the same place where the abusive um, therapist, she said he died. 
but he was very abusive and they make her go to that same place for therapy, which of course has given her flashbacks. She cannot do anything. She can't leave the house. She can't see her friends. She can't see her boyfriend without permission. She can't go on vacation. This is a grown woman. Yes, she had some difficulties in her life, but that was because of that handler. His name was Sam. I was following it back then too. Sam Lufke or something like that. When she went into that salon and shaved her head off, that man was keeping her high on pills. So yeah, maybe maybe her family needed to intervene a little bit during that time. But there is nothing crazy about Britney Spears where 15 years later, they still need to be controlling her money. Everybody's getting their lifestyle taken care of off of her money. She didn't even want to perform in Vegas. They made her perform. She was sick. I remember at that time because she got on stage and said that she had a hundred and something fever. They didn't care. She still had to work. She has to do everything these people tell her to do. Go to meetings three or four times a week. She doesn't even want to go to. Go to therapy. She doesn't even want to go to. And she's paying for all of this and she's paying them. But the first time she tried to get this uh, dismissed, they wouldn't do it some years back. But I think she did it, you know, through her attorneys. But this time she actually spoke. Now, I don't even think, well, like she said, you know, she's building a relationship with this attorney. But all of these people are working for her. That's why she's getting treated this way, because it's all coming from her father. So she said, yeah, this attorney is nice, but she wants to pick her own attorney. She and right after um, she she did this, right after she spoke, she flew off to Maui. I guess they let her go to Maui because Maui is her favorite vacation spot. So she she went with her boyfriend. Um, I, I really pray that this um, this lady gets her life back because this is this is slavery. It really is. Let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna unmute you guys. If you are muted, you can speak. I'm going to also put that on my channel. Anybody unmuted can speak. What do you guys think of that? Were you able to hear it? She sounds Anybody like a PI has... to me. She is. She is targeted. She definitely is. They are really mistreating her. Really mistreating her. Like she said, if she can go to work, if she can go to work, how crazy is she? You know, and she if, can go to work. If she don't work, that nobody can get any money if she don't work. And the part about when she said she has to change clothes naked in front of them, and they have to be around when she's with her boyfriend, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Like, Humiliation. Like I was what would happen? Hey. Like, what would happen hey, if she decided not not to do the job? Like, would they just medicate her? Like, if she well, yeah. out she of the job. Yeah, when she refused to do something, her father had her put on lithium. And they made, they stand there and watch her take the pills. Like, she has to take that stuff. And then they like start withholding like, stuff. I, I, Remember what I, I, she I said? Back, back in the days. Like you know, Prince, right? Before he changed his name to the um the symbol. Yeah. Like the artist from Formula and all that. I, I don't know if it was bad 
as Brittany, but, you know, Prince didn't want the system to have control, like, over certain property rights. So he decided to change his um, name to, to, to a symbol. And remember, but, um, remember Prince wrote, remember Prince wrote slave on his face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sure did. But he was trying to tell us something. Family, he handled his own money, right? Prince didn't have a conservative handling his, his money. No, he handled his own money, but he was having, he was under some kind of mind control stuff through that uh, record record company. And then I, I think yeah. you guys know who Tamar Braxton is. She recently uh, uh, wrote Slave on her like Instagram or something and she kind of lost lost her mind a little bit too. That industry is just satanic. It's just really satanic. But for this man to do his own daughter like this, they said her whole entire family is in on it and, and everybody around her is handlers. Like everybody. She said she paid for all of their cars, their RVs, and everything, but her money. Everything. And she don't even get to spend her own money. She don't even get to spend her own money. It all gets spent on them. Mm -hmm. So she can probably have to, like, if That's they get her control, she's probably going to have to look through all of her accounts and try to keep account of what was paid for her, like get a real good accountant and try to see what was all spent. Why was this spent and just start canceling? Well, like her father is over all the money. money. No, her father is over all the money because the court gave him authority over her entire conservatorship. The father's over everything. She said she wanted but when to you start, When you start people. telling her, when, when they start telling her she can't have a baby, that's wrong. She, she can't even get a trip, trip or something in her. Well, she has an IUD. She said an ID, yeah. but it's called an IUD. And she can't even get it removed because she can't go no. to the doctor unless they tell her she can go to the doctor. That she is slavery. I was wondering, like, if she like, because some people have problems removing those devices. It, it can damage them, right? Yeah, well, it's her body. <laughs> she want to get it out. Yeah. She ought to be able to. That's crazy. When the route of, um, what do you call it? A, a, a lot of celebrities are, are using surrogates. So if she would never have to have a child, would it work? Like, if, if she's physically unable to have one on her own, can she use her age? I don't know. To have a child you know what? I don't know, Melvin, but it's all her choice. It should be her yeah. choice. Her choice. Not there. She should be it's able to get that removed. Yeah, she should be able to get that IUD removed to see if she can get pregnant. If she cannot, then maybe, you know, because she is getting a little older. So if she can't, then maybe her and her boyfriend will decide to get a surrogate. But the point is, nobody should be blocking her from, from doing what she yeah. wants to do. Yes. That's crazy. Did you hear what she said no, about the maid to have their nails done and she couldn't even get her nails done? Oh my God. That was a punishment. That was a punishment. She said for a whole year. That was, that was, that I read into that, that that was a punishment. She couldn't get, like, she's used to getting massages and her nails done, her feet done, you know, celebrity stuff. She, no, they told her everything closed down, but then everybody coming in with their nails and stuff done. See, they're gaslighting her a lot. I could see that. They're gaslighting her a lot. Yeah, I love it. 
And what's killing me is she's paying all these people. She paying them. They said on the news that she's one of the the most uh, uh, richest. She's one of the richest uh, entertainers. She's been working. She said 15. She said 15, but but she's actually been working longer than that. She probably just don't remember or something because they got her head messed up with all them drugs. But she was like part of the Mickey Mouse Club and all that with that Disney yeah. stuff with her and Justin Timberlake. She was working before 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 and, and you know what? A lot of celebrities are getting on board with this free Britney because you know her fans already did a documentary and they're already protesting. They got the whole Free Britney uh, movement going. There's a documentary that's really good that shows just how bad her father is. Me and my husband watched it. But now the celebrities are starting to get on board and saying, no, you, y'all you need to free her. And even Justin Timberlake, her, her ex, he put out a statement last week, him and his wife, and said, you know, let her go. Like, free her. What is y'all doing? Did you hear about what she said about Molly Cyrus be smoking weed on the stage getting high before she go out? And it don't bother her. Because she's so she's so MK Ultra. I think Britney probably was not complying with them or something. Cause you know she's she's just their cash cow. But when she comes back, she gonna make the best comeback ever because people love Britney Spears. And I hope that she controls her own money. And I hope that this boyfriend, he seems legit. I hope that he's not, you know, a handler too. But he seems legit. Like they, I, I think hope, some. Go like ahead. I, I just hope that they don't try to take paper out. Because she went it up be against the system. It will be too obvious right now. Now, you know, they'll wait you out yeah. some years and they'll take you out. But right now, it'll be too obvious. Yeah. Like I, you remember Michael Jackson was planning his big comeback, but yeah, they yeah. um, they got rid of him. Yeah, I think with Britney, it'll be too obvious right now. But you know, they'll wait you out some years, and they waited Rodney King out how many years? A good thirty years before they offed him. Yeah, and see, he drowned in the swimming pool. Remember? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm going to put it on my channel, too, because I feel so sorry for her. But I'm glad she spoke out. They the, the made this crazy excuse like her dad was living out of an RV with all, all the money that he has. Mm-hmm. We don't care. That's on him. He need to work like everybody else. Don't be trying to get rich off his daughter. Why is she paying him and she don't even like him and she's paying him to be her conservator? She don't even want a conservatorship. And then I think the attorney is in on it too. They said the daddy picked the, the attorney. They said he picked everybody. That's why they do what he says. But the judge on Friday, she said, okay. She said, well, if she wants to end this um, conservatorship, I need the proper paperwork because, you know, she she can't just say I want to end this and the judge will do it. Like you have to put your attorney has to put in legal paperwork. So the attorney yeah. said, well, she didn't actually say she wants to end it. So I'll talk to her. No. Yes, she did. Because we heard her say she wants to end it. Yes, she did. Yeah. 
So we I don't think the attorney is gonna do what he's supposed to do to get it ended. We'll see. Some huh? loophole to try to block it. Yeah. To make her think think she's getting rid of it. How dare they have her? Like her dad had so much pull in LA, like over her life. And you say that she wanted to get her nails done. And they turned her around and said that they're closed. More than likely, if they were following her, just like you say, she was gaslighted. They more than likely got a call that she was coming, and they told them to um, not do it. Yeah. That's crazy. Heavily. And like she said, she don't, she don't want to go out to therapy. She don't want to go to therapy at all because she believes in taking it to God in prayer, which is good. But um, she don't want to go out. She wants the therapist to come to her house. But they keep making her go out so the paparazzi is catching her crying and all of this. Those are humiliation rituals. That's what that is. They're doing some humiliation rituals on her, making her feel humiliated. Yeah. She said they they put taking her to the seediest places for, you know, this therapy and stuff. And she got friends. She can't even see her friends. It's crazy. So I just want to share that with you. I just wonder how many people have this man paid off. Because even if we got friends, we'll probably be, be, be in on it. Yeah, that's true. I just hope the boyfriend is not in on it. Yeah. I know he don't like the daddy, so maybe not. This is not Kevin Federline, but this somebody else he's dealing with, right? This is a new guy. Well, she's been with him probably about four or five years. He he's real quiet. He don't say too much. So I guess that's a good sign. I think they say he's a uh he sells real estate to celebrities or something like that. But no, Kevin done went on with his life, and you know he gets child support from her, so she's paying everybody. That girl must have a pretty penny. Yes, I mean, she's been working for some time. But it's sad that everybody else can enjoy her money while, while she can. Right. Mm-mm-mm. What's her name? She's, she's living her, her best life. And she said, like, that's her money that she made. Like, if they want their money, want, want money that they have to go out and pursue careers and make their own. What, what's her name, yeah. Diana Ross? Oh, Diana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't she coming out with a new album or something, they said? I, I don't know. I don't know. I ever, I'm going to try to find out. Yeah, I think they said that. All right. Well, I just wanted you guys to hear that in case you had not already. So, did anybody else want to say anything before we go? Yeah, anybody? just one thing. Like, how's the, yeah. the um, heat wave out there? Are, are you guys affected by it? It's not too bad right now. It's probably in the mid 70s, I would think. But I think the heat wave is coming this week. To my area, it might I mean, be in Southern California already. I'm in Texas, and it all already feels like summer. I mean, it's I got up six o'clock in the morning to um make groceries just mm-hmm. to avoid the heat. As soon as I finished, the sun wasn't all the way out, but you know it was kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. 
it, it felt just like I have kind of like gotten out of the, the shower because of the humidity. Before I even managed to put the groceries and stuff in my trunk, I was already burning up, sweating. And this is 6, 6 a.m. in the morning, so the sun is not really shining. But you know, yeah. it's just starting to come up. Mm -hmm. so it's already hot down, down here. And what's but the temperature? Yeah. What's the temperatures? Down here right now? Uh -huh. The temperature in Houston? Yeah. The temperature outside. Um, Houston temp. It's saying it's 88, 88 degrees. Okay. Y'all get humidity. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't like it that hot. The, the, the humidity is 59. Yeah, I I don't 59%. like that. Yeah. Mine says is in the chat room. He said it's ninety six in Philly. Ooh, wait. Mm -mm. I can't do it. What's the humidity out there in Philadelphia right now? What's the humidity mindset? Probably very humid. That's what makes it worse. That humidity. Yeah, like I was, like I was reading, like I have family out there in Seattle, like they they have a deep freeze too, and you know a lot of places out there don't have ACs. Yeah. So, so they're gonna have to come out on the beach or do, do something. That's how it is here. When it gets hot here, most people don't have air because just because it cools off, you know, pretty quick here. But um, yeah. Every summer, I'm like, oh, I wish I had air conditioning because these fans just don't do it. <laughs> Mindset said it's very, the humidity is very high in Philly. Yeah. Y'all stay cool. That's one of the things I've been doing is drinking a lot of water lately. I've been drinking a lot of water. And the thing is, though, like, I mean, we're, like, they just had a tropical storm, right? Mm -hmm. So, so, so it's that time of year where the tropical storms start forming because the Gulf is real hot right now, and mm. storms kind of like form and and hot 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 weather. So, I just don't want to get too much rain. I see what's going on in in Detroit, Chicago, with the um, freeways filling up with water. Yeah, like that's what we have to worry wor about down here once. Once all all of that rain comes from 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 the Gulf, from from the storm, the mm -hmm. storm really suck up most of that that moisture. Yeah. And this one, hope, hope, and pray a storm don't don't come this way. Hope it goes someplace else. <laughs> I know. Well, just stay cool and everybody stay safe. Yeah. Well, we're going to end unless you guys have anything else. I'm going to go and do something. I don't know what I'm going to do. I probably will clean up my backyard. It's pretty bad. And get a few more things planted. Put the food on. Put the dinner on. By that time, it'll be time to go to bed. All right. Well, good talking to you. I'm glad I kind of made the call.
Yeah, I'm glad you did too, Melvin. So you guys take care. Everybody have a blessed week. I think I'm going to try to do a live stream maybe in the next couple hours. I'm going to try to do it before it gets too late today. Um, what is it I wanted to talk about on my live stream? I forgot what it was now. <laughs> what was I going to do a video on? Oh, the TI. The TI that... Um, they killed his neighbors. I want to do a video on that. I know it's starting to be old news, but um, I had not had a chance to do a video, so I wanted to do that. Wait, who killed the neighbor? One of the TIs. I forgot what state he was in. Uh, he killed two, two of his neighbors. It was uh, last week. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't know him. You know, I don't even know if he was in the community. I so I I personally didn't know him, but I heard about it. His name was William Robert Wolf. Yeah, William. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's sitting in jail now, of course. So I want to do a video on that. So hopefully. So he's waiting on his trial, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, this just happened uh, June 3rd. And he was from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah, unfortunately. How, what's the name been done? I haven't heard on the calls or anything. Um, What's her name, Amy? Amy Anderson? Yeah, I don't know because I don't really listen to the calls. You haven't heard her? I haven't right. heard her in years. I haven't heard in a minute. Somebody said she was sick. Yeah, somebody said she was sick. I don't know what kind of illness, but somebody said she was sick. So hopefully she's okay. No. I haven't heard from her now. Anyway, you guys have right. a blessed week. And I will talk to you guys um, next Sunday, God willing. All right, Renata. Okay, take care, Melvin. Take care, everybody. Thanks for coming to the call. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.